Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Allen Derry, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Doc Griggs, and I'm a community medicine doctor and health literacy expert. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician, that's me, and a health literacy and communications expert, that's me, talk about what you need to know about COVID-19. You can find more information about this show and our other daily live updates and Q&A show at noisefiltershow.com. So let's get started. The Delta variant and increased hospitalizations. This year, the Delta variant of COVID-19 became the dominant strain of the virus in many countries by overtaking the spread of the original strain. As countries globally have been attempting to get a handle on the pandemic and minimize the spread of the Delta variant, new research published in The Lancet has found that patients infected with the Delta variant are twice as likely to need hospital care. The study led by Public Health England and the Medical Research Council looked at over 40,000 COVID cases in England that occurred between March and May of this year, identifying individuals with either the Alpha or Delta variant through whole genome sequencing. The bulk of infections were in people who had not yet been vaccinated, likely because vaccination availability occurred in stages with older groups and high-risk individuals being vaccinated first, or you had just people who just did not want to get vaccinated for reasons that I still don't quite 100% understand. After adjusting the differences in data for parameters such as age, sex, and ethnicity, individuals infected with the Delta variant had more than two times the risk of being admitted to the hospital compared to patients with the Alpha variant. Furthermore, emergency care attendance and treatment were higher in patients infected with the Delta variant. So the research has since found that the rate of hospitalizations for people who had their first COVID vaccine was much lower than those who had not been vaccinated at all, although there was not enough data at the time to determine whether there was much of a difference in hospitalization between vaccinated people infected with different strains. However, This does concur with other studies reporting that vaccination will likely lead to a similar reduction in the number of patients hospitalized infected with either strain. Anne Persanis, one of the study's lead authors and senior statistician of the University of Cambridge, remarked that the main takeaway of the study is that if you have an unvaccinated or only partially vaccinated population, then an outbreak of Delta can lead to a higher burden on hospitals and on healthcare than the alpha outbreak would. Therefore, being vaccinated will bring down the risk of hospitalizations and emergency care, and healthcare experts emphasize that both doses are needed for maximum protection. This study reinforces how important it truly is to get fully vaccinated, to give yourself the best protection against serious illness and hospitalization if infected with COVID-19. The more we all come together on vaccines and other health measures, the more protected we will all be. COVID-19 vaccine lowers the risks of long covid We know that COVID vaccine decreases our risks of contracting COVID-19, and if we do contract it, having received the vaccine significantly lessens our risk of hospitalization and death. 
Researchers, however, have recently discovered that the vaccine also does more than that. As reported by BBC News, research shows that in the minority of people who get COVID, despite being fully vaccinated, the odds of developing symptoms lasting longer than four weeks are cut by 50% compared with people who are not vaccinated. Now, many people who get COVID-19 recover within four weeks, but some have symptoms that continue to develop for weeks and months after initial infection. This is known as long COVID and can happen after people experience even mild coronavirus symptoms. Research published in the Lancet Infectious Diseases reported that they tracked the health of over 2 million adults in the UK between December 2020 and July 2021 who were partially or fully vaccinated. They analyzed data gathered from the UK Zoe COVID study app, which tracks people who self-report symptoms, vaccines, and tests. Of the 592 fully vaccinated people with COVID who continue to provide data for more than a month, 5% went on to get long COVID, which is defined as illness lasting more than 28 days, in comparison with 11% of the unvaccinated group who developed long COVID. Now, lead researcher Dr. Claire Steve said, in terms of the burden of long COVID, it is good news that our research has found that having a double vaccination significantly reduces the risk of both catching the virus and, if you do, developing long-standing symptoms. Health Secretary Saeed Javid said vaccines have saved more than 105,000 lives and prevented more than 24 million infections in just England alone. He went on to say, it is clear that vaccines are building a wall of defense against the virus and are the best way to protect people from serious illness. And I encourage everyone who is eligible to come forward for both of their jabs as quickly as possible. An antidepressant could be a new COVID-19 treatment option. As COVID-19 continues to affect us almost two years since the pandemic began, scientists have been hunting for treatments that work. A large randomized study consisting of thousands of patients over a six-month period tested eight COVID treatments against a control group to see if any of them were effective, and results have shown one drug to stand out above the rest. As reported by Vox, fluoxamine, an antidepressant, that has already been deemed safe and inexpensive to produce by the FDA, stood above the rest. A subsequent follow-up study called the TOGETHER study included more than 3,000 patients with 800 in the fluoxamine group and found that the antidepressant was really good at reducing hospitalizations for COVID-19. The authors released it this week at the National Institutes of Health preprint, meaning that it is still under peer review. However, patients given fluoxamine within a few days after having tested positive for COVID-19 were 31% less likely to end up hospitalized and similarly less likely to end up on a ventilator. It's a much larger effect than any other that has been found for an outpatient COVID-19 treatment so far. What makes this result potentially such a big deal is that fluoxamine is inexpensive and has already been FDA approved for obsessive compulsive disorder, also known as OCD. So any doctor can prescribe it off-label for COVID-19 just by using their clinical judgment. In addition, because it's a pill, it does not need to be administered in a hospital or by a medical professional. 
In comparison, however, are the monoclonal antibody treatments, which are proteins that mimic the ones that the immune system would produce to fight off the virus, and they're highly effective when given early. However, the monoclonal antibodies need to be administered via an intravenous infusion or for injections. Now, this can be a logistical challenge for many people, and it's also an expensive treatment at $2,100 a dose. So the cost and the difficulty of delivery mean monoclonal antibodies will never be an option for much of the world. Now, corticosteroids are powerful anti-inflammatories, and they're also effective in reducing the risk of death for hospitalized COVID patients. However, because they can constrain the immune system, corticosteroids aren't recommended early in the course of the disease. Researchers are hoping that fluoxamine can treat those gaps. While the clinical trials are promising, these results have just been released and clinicians around the world will need to take a close look at them as they decide whether or not to prescribe fluoxamine for their patients. Just as a reminder, that COVID-19 and the human immunodeficiency virus do share the same risk factors. Doc Griggs? Thanks for listening to the Noise Filter Daily Podcast. Dr. Derry and I have a daily show at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time where we go into more detail on stories and answer your questions about COVID-19. You can find Doc Griggs at DocGriggs1 on social media, and you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at D-R-D-E-R-Y. You can follow us at Noise Filter on Instagram, Noise Filter NOLA on Twitter, and for more information about us and the show, you can go to noisefiltershow.com. Hey, Doc Griggs, any last words? Remember, get checked, get fit, get moving. And remember to get some rest to boost your immune system. And Doc, protect yourself and others by staying home, and please wear masks when you go outside. Remember, health is a human right.